Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast. Hey guys, thanks for coming to my channel. I'm out here with the Garrett AT Pro, Iron Discrimination at 27. Out here on the river, looking to find some good relics. Noel Cummings. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> that was me as Nut Doggin. Did you practice that? I watch him a lot. <laughs> oh man. Holy shit. Hey everyone, my name's Shane Smith, and I'm a very confused kid who's at school getting yelled at. A lot, and I don't understand why. I just came here dressed as my favorite person from history, Martin Luther King. Oh, that's right. My <laughs> parents put me in blackface. <laughs> that's a real thing that happened to a kid. I know. Poor kid. <laughs> Call CPS. It was the parents' fault. <laughs> I know. They did it to him. He's like, is this okay? And they're like, y'all, y'all are going to be fine. And she's just like yeah. rubbing tar on his face. Literally shoe polish. Oh, my God. Uh, people it, in the it cell. It was the bad blackface. It wasn't the like because the racist blackface like the legit racist blackface is very specific it was like the hardly trying really bad one from like Always Sunny in Philadelphia yes. where you look like Murdoch yes Murdoch <laughs> <laughs> he's just like I have a dream um too, too old for this shit <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. problematic episode we mm, start out with mm, mm-hmm. it is interesting um so let's see what are we up to uh our episode today is uh, we basically we're uh, we do a panel we do a Comic Con panel yeah Just we kidding, do we do like thirty we do every single Comic Con panel that happened on Thursday yep 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 so if you miss Thursday fear not yeah yeah we, we got are you. here months we later. decided to speed through all the subjects and see what we came up with and I gotta say I think some of our discussions were probably better than the panels themselves I agree yeah I agree to that <laughs> I'll say yes. <laughs> Minus every time Star Trek got brought up. Yeah, we were like, uh, people like Star Trek. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Oh, man. Could be a penny. Could be a phaser. <laughs> just, it's funny for no reason. You just say the next thing that has to do with what you like. <laughs> oh, my God. I was literally in the car talking about Nut Noggin, as I do. And I looked at Tyler and I go, you know, that saying is like, a theme of life it could it could really be a penny or it could be gold <laughs> like you could take this new job offer and it could be a penny it could be the worst or it could, could be, be gold could be gold got a good patina <laughs> it's got a nice patina i'm just imagining you in the throes of passion it's so intense you're having a very good time mm -hmm. and then you just shout out Nothing on my noggin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he does not. No one nuts on anyone's noggin because no. he is flaccid now. <laughs> oh, my God. But a it metal had a good patina. A metal detecting fantasy where you lay down and then they pretend to metal detect <laughs> over you. And you find the day and you're like, what's this? And you start getting him hard and you're like, where is it? Could be gold, and you're wearing the headphones, and you Where? have the Garrett AT Pro I'm on your shoulders, and you're just camo. riding dick. Where is this? Has <laughs> to exist. This has to exist. This has to. If not, let's make it. The rule. I hope What's the rule? Ready to get on camera. What's the rule? We're gonna be rich. What rule is it? Rule thirty-four. Rule thirty-four. It has to be. I'm going home. 
I'm first of all, I'm writing my haiku. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm looking up metal detecting porn parody. And if it doesn't exist, you're about to make it. Making some motherfucking money, bitch! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, but the premise is there. It's all there. And it writes it, you, itself. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! What? And it'll be like. Um, Special thanks to Nut Nuggin. <laughs> <laughs> Shout Nut Nuggin out of a Bible verse. <laughs> <laughs> For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that forever loved him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life, John 3.16. Uh, that's literally his... He Superimposed starts over just like a cum-covered yeah. chest. It has to start and end with a Bible quote, or we it's not a nut nugget video. We started this episode very in intense. <laughs> Zero to 100 so Dude, fast. we are just giving people ideas. We are. We're it's, the idea machine today. It's like kind of a bummer that people could take our ideas right now and just steal them. Um, I hope that they steal the metal detecting porn idea. Me as well. I we know see enough that. porn stars. Let's email some people. I know. I'm serious. Boop, boop. Could be a penny. I want him to be like kind of covered in dirt so that she has to dig his dick yes, out like a yes, little. Yes, literally has to dig it out. Uses the point What's finder this? and she's like, just doop, fucking, doop, like doop, and he's like doop. in the dirt and she's just fucking the ground. Oh my god! Let it be. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite. Okay. Oh my gosh. We've anyway. gone too far. Sorry, oh we're just creative God. people and we can't turn it off. Speaking of creative people who can't turn it off, this episode, like all episodes, is brought to you by Black Salt Studio. Hell yeah. Where are they located? 930 South Main Street, y'all. Salt, Salt Lake, Lake City. City, Utah. You trying to get tattooed? You want to get a tattoo of a guy metal detecting another guy's dick so he can suck it? Yes. That's the place you go to. Yes, they'll do it so good. Casey and Will are the absolute best. So is everyone in their front of house. So much talent in that fucking building. It's unreal. <laughs> This just reminded me when I said that. I was like, that was a lot. And a part of me wanted to be like, if this is your first episode. <laughs> but then so Welcome. I, had, I had someone I've never like I had someone message me online and be like, hey, I went to listen to an episode. And then in the intro, you said, if this is your first episode, pick another one because this one's too intense. So I picked another random episode and then you said it again. Well, you <laughs> I know, was like, you know what? You just got to dive in. Keep going. Go I, all the way I, back. I threw him to Florida, man. Good. That's a good call. I don't know what they think of it yet. I'll have to ask. Yeah, them. that's a nice medium roast, if you will. Mm. Light, mild. I mean, yeah. I was going to say, no, the Santa that sets a kid on fire is in the Christmas episode. Yeah, that's true. I mean, get ready, you guys. The holidays oh, are coming. Oh, shit. More deadly Santas. Hey, if you've got a story about a maniac Santa, send it our way. I mean, we just got to wait. We just got to wait. The holidays are coming. It's yeah, going to yeah. happen. Ooh, we should do a Thanksgiving atrocities episode. Oh, so many. Thanksgiving itself. Hell yeah. I'm fucking pumped now. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. Thanksgiving atrocities. Yeah. Remembering Thanksgiving for the garbage holiday it is. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Sarah, with your shitty chicken and turkey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get out. All right. Well, let's get this episode started, everyone. Uh, we can talk about some panel stuff. It's a funny episode. We cover a lot of topics. All of them. Doesn't get It gets serious. A little bit. It gets funny. Yeah. And it gets problematic. I mean, it's a good mix. Just, just remember. Mostly, it's just me screaming like a fucking guy on the Red Pill forums, yeah. and Noel trying to calm me down. I mean, literally, you're you the bad. voice of reason. I know. We it. agree. I know. I am. 
No, no remarks. Just, yep, I am the voice of reason. Yeah, with you, it's just weird. In any other situation in my life, I am the chaos. But with you, I am the voice of reason. I like it. So figure that one out. (laughs) You're just close enough that I listen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Enjoy the episode. Fucking hail Satan. Hail Satan. I'm very horny. <laughs> Swear to me! Swear to me! And now you can just talk normal. I'm fine, yeah, yeah. Hey, Swear me. to me. There you go. Come on, God! Yes. Straight up. So you're like, here's this seven minute intro with shitty font and flying away slideshow fucking film, whatever. His dad's in the background. You're like, oh, cool. This is clearly from 2007. And then, you know, the next clip floats away with a shitty transition. And he's all like, hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, coming to my channel today. Uh, Me and my pops just about to uh, start detecting on this slave graveyard. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> A slave yard. <laughs> oh, and then he like walks up to the giant plaque and starts reading it. And it's just like, just a mass grave, unknown slaves. Just could be a penny. Could be an African man's skull. <laughs> <laughs> could be a penny. Could be racism (laughs) it's so it went so problematic so quick like at first you're like making fun of him and then it's like him and clearly his like fucking grand wizard of a father and not like wizard like i do magic wizard is in like the magic i do is burning crosses on people's front yards (laughs) and he's just so fucking racist you know when you look at someone and you can just tell by the wrinkles in the scowl that they are so fucking racist yeah yeah Um, so that's his dad obviously and he's like (laughs) <laughs> just they're just walking oh my they're just walking through this mass graveyard for slaves and like talking about it so freely like oh my and i'm like what are you hoping to find there i mean so i know the sl- here's the thing it's weird because those slaves didn't have anything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean the real the realness is you are not finding gold ever i like the idea that like white people were like you're a slave now it, oh what you think you own things they take them from him fuck you and then they all die and like 200 years later you're like these motherfuckers better not have had anything <laughs> i know <laughs> like, i bet that's, his, he thinks that he's going on a fun little metal detecting hunt his dad is just using him as like there we just need to make sure they ain't got no gold and silver in those graves it's the white version of that video where that black kid goes cotton picking oh at the school yeah the school has him go cotton picking for a field trip and then he has to turn in all the cotton at the end of it (laughs) yeah they didn't even let him keep the cotton fucking racist ass shit <laughs> and he goes home and he's all stoked and he tells his mom and his mom just calls the school screaming that is literally what i, I experienced i, I couldn't even finish the video as a black parent if i like my son was like yeah we went cotton picking i'd be like not saying anything but in my mind i'd be like oh my god and then <laughs> and then when he's like afterwards we had to turn in all the cotton i'd be like okay that was the last straw right there yeah, that was they didn't let you keep that the was the line think? that was the line and they crossed it no, oh hell my 
no. We, we, we keep the cotton we pick now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is 2017, motherfucker. <laughs> I just love it because it's like an elementary school field trip, and you clearly know that they were just trying to be like, this is just so fun and wholesome. Like, <laughs> fucking Karen booking oh. that shit. Uh, this is just a really fun way to learn about history. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, my God. I'm just, like, surprised. If I was that kid's mom... I would have sued the fuck out of that school. I would have called fucking Oprah, Dr. Phil, fucking whoever, Barack Obama. I would have called <laughs> everyone and I would have been like, you need to light all these people on fire. Barack. If they want to take my fucking kid back to the early 1900s, then we're going to go ahead and do the same thing. And we're going to do a public hanging of all these motherfuckers who <laughs> thought it was a good idea to take children to cotton pick like slaves. <laughs> Like, oh, no. Man. Oh, my God. And it was, like, in a southern school, too. Like, they just literally don't care there. They just don't even care, even a little bit. You think that there is a legit chance that they were, like, so, like, out of touch that they didn't even think of it? No way. You know they do. Their carpet is a Confederate flag. They think about <laughs> it every day. <laughs> they knew the what they were The bus is the General Lee. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <And> just fucking... <laughs> It's jumping with the Confederate flag on it. All the kids are, oh, kids, get seat belted in. We're going for the ramp now. And just fucking jumping over the sheriff. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those Duke boys. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot. I cannot. Oh, man. It's real. They're, That's real. They don't, they don't rape the kids, but they endanger them. Yes, I <laughs> mean. Don't. Also racism. Yeah, also racism. <laughs> Hardcore. Heavy R's and N's everywhere. Ugh. Oh man! I'm so, just yeah. imagining like the kid picking, and the teacher's like, "Come on, Jamal, you can do better." <laughs> it's like, "Whoa, <laughs> get the fuck out of here!" Oh my god, you Ugh. know it, and you know if they were a bunch of fucking elementary school kids, they were just picking up sticks and fucking long weeds and whipping each other on the back, chasing <laughs> oh, each other no. around. You know that's happening, and it's just context. You know, I don't, I don't know that we know that. I know it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is I'm just so confused as to why the South still exists and why we haven't nuked it. <laughs> That's oh, for real. Oh, man. We need nothing, Noggin. I'll save him. No, he ha- he'll hate me. That's a problem. You know, I'm having this conundrum. I so. feel like nothing, Noggin is a product of his environment and not a product of... Like, I bet in his heart, if you metal detected you would find <laughs> you would find inside buried underneath all that soil <laughs> there's a man that you could love in there <laughs> gotta get the point finder out to <laughs> dig true, for that one a true friend you gotta get your garrett at pro so you can garrett 18 no <laughs> <laughs> oh Holy my shit. fucking god dude <laughs> i mean can you Fuck. write that down so i can send it to him in the, like, a, in the form of a haiku <laughs> Like, I'm straight up like, so I'm Tyler's getting me this autographed photo of him, and I'm going to hang it in my house, and I want to take a picture of it and share it on social media, but I'm afraid he'll see it, and then he'll see me, and he'll see how awful of a person I am, and then he'll be like, you're banned from my YouTube channel, and I'll be like, your YouTube channel is what I live for. (laughs) (laughs) He can't ban you. You'll just create another account to enjoy it. I'll just make, like, fucking Christine... Kensworth, Christian mother of six, and that'll be my YouTube channel, and he'll never know. Oh my God! Well, we're here. I'm just, oh my yeah, God! Well, we gotta. That, we're just gonna go ahead and keep all that problematic what? stuff. <laughs> did they hear about the South cotton picking? Yeah, they did. Cool. Yeah, you well, said some shit. 
I mean, it's I'm just telling right you what I experienced today, and it was <laughs> racism. Yeah, no, it's bad. With my favorite person online, and it was a tough pill to swallow it's for me. Tough. It's tough. A lot of these, a lot of dudes make a lot of mistakes lately. Man, it's a fucking thing. Did you thing. hear Mariah Carey got accused of like sexually harassing her bodyguards and forcing them to watch her masturbate and stuff? That is the most Mariah Carey thing. <laughs> she is such a She's psychopath. She's gonna be the woman, the first woman to go down for it. And she should. Good. You know, I mean, how what would, what would you expect from a woman who pays people to like lay on the ground for her to step on because she doesn't like puddles? Like, I know, of course, her and poison ivy. Yeah, literally from Batman. She is like the shittier version of poison ivy from Batman. Yeah, yeah. She's got like little young boys fanning her at her tub <laughs> full of rose petals instead of kissing her and dying you kiss her and now you have to live forever with with yeah. herpes a strain <laughs> that is only exists on mariah carey yeah it's unfortunate i mean mm. look at nick cannon he's not doing well is he with her they were together they had two kids together and then he finally left yeah because she's making her fucking bodyguards watch her masturbate she's a psychopath Ugh. anyway uh, today, <laughs> we're going to go through zero plan, really. We're going to, basically, here's the thing. Y'all remember when, uh, I mean, it was a little thing. We didn't talk about it a whole lot, but I was kind of a little miffed that I didn't get invited to Comic-Con. Yeah. Just I mean, a little. you may have heard it in like a five second <laughs> fucking clip on I, an episode a very long time ago. I didn't care. You no. know, it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. Not uh, a single care. <laughs> didn't care at all. Comic-Con so, who? Um, But I didn't get to go perform or do any of the panels or be involved in any way because I'm a wild card and they can't trust me, apparently. Yeah. And also, I'm problematic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Basically, today, we're going to do every panel that Comic-Con had together. Yeah, whether you we know I. about them or not. Oh, no. we're g- And they're going to be better. Yeah. This is what's about to go we down. We are doing, like, speed dating with panels. Yeah, we're going to do we're going to do it all. So basically, I'm going to read the title of the panel. We're going to discuss the panel for a certain amount of time, and then uh, we're going to move on to the next panel. And boy, oh boy, are there a lot of panels. We have 3 days worth of material we are going to cover in 1 hour. You know, if you were upset that you missed Comic-Con or you couldn't make it to a panel, your time is now. We heard you not making any requests for this and we are fulfilling that <laughs> no literally <laughs> no one wanted this but me <laughs> it's okay though it's gonna be great so um also i do not I, no promises that this takes an hour because there i underestimated how many panels were there's a million well, i was too busy not going to most of them because they fucking suck yeah um, the writing ones, well, here's the thing. The writing ones, I think we'll just spit one sentence and move on because who fucking cares? Sure. I mean, I'm passionate about writing, but yeah. Well, you have two sentences to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, let's take our time. If we need to do two episodes, <laughs> people can just have two episodes of panels. Okay. All right. So the first panel, Adventures Adventures in Miniature, Why We Love Tabletop Games. Wow. What a great panel for you, we Shane Smith. Love, we love tabletop games because they fire up your motherfucker fucking imagination what exactly is considered a tabletop game would be like warhammer or um i mean there's a million games that you're not gonna know but warhammer is the one you're gonna know lord of the rings strategy battle game malifaux um infinity uh they're just all with the little the little mini armies yeah yeah so you basically buy a little plastic uh like plastic model kits you assemble the plastic models 
you prime them, you paint them, and then they have rules associated with them. And you have a table that has like faked uh, scale terrain on it. It's usually 28 millimeter. And then you play in like little fake cities or fake forests or whatever. Okay, so pause. It's like D&D, but with more details. D&D, but way more visual and less, uh, and less like imagining it yourself. Whereas a dungeon master will set the scene when you play a war game. You have like a scenario laid out in a book. You build the scene. Like you're not saying oh, there's a chandelier here. You can see the fucking chandelier. Do you it have is to? There. So every time you play, you play how many times a month? Uh, what oh, a normal person would play one game. Uh, I think a normal person would play twice a month. Probably. Twice a month. So then you play your first time, and then assuming you've accomplished things in the storyline and in the game. So then you have to make a new scene for the next time you play. Some games are played like chess where they're competitive and you want to win and it's a one-off thing. Mm -hmm. Some games, my favorite types of games are like Mordheim, Necromunda, um, Relic Blade. There are games where you play and then you're, you play against each other Mm -hmm. and then there's like a scenario. So like maybe dragons show up and fight both of you while you're both trying to do something else. And there's like an AI component and then afterwards you like if someone gets hurt in the game you roll to see how badly they got hurt and you collect treasure and your guys level up Mm -hmm. and it's like a competitive it would be like dungeons and dragons if you were playing against another party oh that's fun yeah it's really so you have like a dm um you can sometimes but often the game is written so well that you don't need one so it'll like run itself and then you play against each other and then afterwards your party grows and you get money and you can hire more people so i'm thinking of like when you play like a story time game or whatever you it gives you details and descriptions Mm -hmm. and then you play the you like go into battle or whatever yeah so is there someone who is reading that from a book or instructions yeah yeah, you like read it together before you start okay that Um, makes sense yeah i actually played through a campaign uh earlier this year uh of a game where it's like uh kind of lord of the rings but you do it over time and i named all my characters after all my friends and you died in the first game well that's a shock to no one (laughs) (laughs) there's either there's two scenarios in which i play and it would either be i die immediately or i conquer everyone and find myself a dictator there's (laughs) only two yeah i named you after an orc with a crossbow and you got run down by someone on a horse like right away. Well, I told you I'm not a horse girl. (laughs) true, you are not. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's the funnest thing is to name people after your friends and see what fucking happens to them. Just watch them get annihilated. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, Brian McLean singing Bard's Tower. Sing a line and we'll move on. Sing a line? Yeah, from any song. Um, yeah. uh... I don't want to wait for our lives to Dawson's be over. Creek? Sure. Okay, we're continuing. We barded it up. Building your own astro- astromech. These are the droids you're looking for. So is this like you're literally building your own BB-8? Yeah, like R2? you're literally building a droid. So a uh, fun thing about this, I know nothing about it, but I'm assuming you have to have basic electrical knowledge. Yes. And you have to be some sort of tradesperson. I, there's a part of me that genuinely wants to put hundreds of hours in learning how to do this so I can make an R2-D2 with a flashlight in it. Oh, So that people are like, God. what? You fuck your droid? I, mean, <laughs> I just want to troll everybody. You're just answering the question. We've all been thinking. Oh, thank God I didn't go to that panel because it would have just been 100% me being like, okay, but when do we start fucking our droids? <laughs> I mean, that's where we are at this point in the future. 
Christopher Judge in the Grand Ballroom. Who do you, who is Christopher Judge? Bitch, I don't fucking know. We don't know who for Christopher is. What's his is. shit in his picture? He's the judge. I don't know. It looks like he's the voice of Kratos from God of War. Cool. Good for him. Great. Cosplay 101. Give someone advice for cosplay. Don't do it. It's expensive. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Don't buy shit from Party City. Um, if you're gonna <laughs> don't be pumpkin king don't be a pumpkin king if you're gonna make if you're gonna buy something pre-made make sure it's top quality or you're adding to it to make it better um and don't be a dick that's cosplay for you yeah be creative have fun don't worry about it just do what you can with yeah. what you have and make sure you're having fun like one of the most popular local cosplayers makes all of his costumes from di like you don't have to make a full armor build to be fucking Totally. A cosplayer. Yeah, yeah. Um, DJ Butler singing Bart's Tower. It's your Another turn to Bart's sing. Another Bart's Tower? It's your turn to sing. Um, sing now. Um, We're... I'm popping pillies. Man, I feel just like a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You, that was so unconvincing. <laughs> You sounded like every kid who sings the first line <laughs> at his bar mitzvah, like, oh. <laughs> what? Singer. He like went for it at the end too. Now that's there for everyone forever to yeah, hear. I'm Post Malone. I want that to be my ringtone now. <laughs> Rockstar. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> God damn. You wanted it and I you got it. No, I did. There's, <laughs> in tra- there's more singing here. Oh, hell up. yeah. I got to get ready. Dragon Ball Z, Sean Schemmel, Christopher Sabat, and Jason Gray Stafford. These are all voice actors from Dragon Ball Z. And I'm sure it was a fucking awesome panel because Dragon Ball Z is the greatest shit ever. Team who's... Vegeta. Oh, I was going to say who's your favorite Dragon Ball Z character. Yeah, I'm going Vegeta traditional with I, Goku. I have a tattoo of Vegeta. He's the king of Saiyans. Fuck Vegeta. He's the greatest. Get mm. wrecked. <laughs> He's so good. And that's Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Mikey Brooks singing Shadow Mountain. Okay, it's your time. Sing a Shadow Mountain Fuck, song. I can't think of a song. I'm what's, I told you. What's oh, a good no. Shadow Mountain song? Ain't no mountain high enough. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you look high? No one can see this, but she squinted her eyes so hard and then pointed towards the sky when she ain't no mountain high enough. That was ain't a good no Shadow Mountain song. Something, is, did she say ain't no mountain low enough? Is that the next I line? Don't, man, I don't know. Ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you, baby. Yeah, that's it. I don't know about the mountain low part. I don't know. This one. (laughs) Uh, That's Aretha Franklin, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Monster in an hour. This is about drawing monsters. Oh, I thought this was just the process of you shitting. (laughs) I mean, also very (laughs) true. This title is so open to interpretation. This could also be talking about the movie Monster, about Arlene Mornos. Monster in an hour. Or we could talk about Monster's Ball. Ooh, the movie. Or you could talk sex about scene, it's so good. <laughs> I mean, this is really open to interpretation. If you want to draw monsters, um, just draw whatever your current reality is. Yeah. There it is. That's your monster. Mm. That's my monster. Um, if I was going to draw a monster right now, hmm, it would probably be self-doubt. What does self-doubt look like? 
Me in the mirror? <laughs> me trying to squeeze into a pair of pants that are too small. <laughs> Did you try that recently? Yes. You were at the mall today. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you fucking know. <laughs> what size are you? Five? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Is that? Oh I don't God. know. I just don't know how girl sizes work. No. I think I was a five five years ago, actually. Have you gained a size a year? Pretty much. Isn't what does they say? Marilyn Monroe was a nine, but that's not true. That's just something fat bitches say to make themselves feel better. Um, bitch, I fucking <laughs> hope she was a nine. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I am a size <laughs> ten. Is it, I see girl sizes. Which is make like, no um, but sense. Tyler and I have the same waist size. So in like the numbers. So you're a 32 along your waist. Yeah. I'm a 30. Ooh. <laughs> Depression suits you. I was you. a 36 a year ago though. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, so these are Tyler's pants. What's I'm the biggest right I've ever? I think the biggest I ever was was like getting close to a thirty-eight. Well, yeah. I'm the biggest I've ever been right now. I actually came down a size. Really? So. I thought you had Ooh, lost weight. Yeah, I did. I went from I was a twelve, now I'm a ten. Oh shit! So I mean, Go you. thank Look you. At that new hair, losing weight. I know. Who am I? <laughs> who is she? She's a girl who doesn't have money. That's what she is. <laughs> Oh, man. I know. I have like the stomach flu today. So I'm like, I'm going to lose some weight. That's the best, <laughs> dude. That was the best. Storytelling in parts, creating a series. Okay. So we're going to go back and forth and create a story real quick. You start it. Um, Wait, is this a fantasy? Is this a real? It's whatever you want. It's a story. Make a story. Um, There are these twins and they were, they were conjoined twins mm-hmm. and they had been separated at birth. Okay. Um, They were conjoined at the head. And one of them looks fine. The other one lost a bit of their head. Okay. In the surgery. All right. And, and it's ten years later. Okay, it's ten years later, and they uh they discover that when one masturbates, the other comes. <sighs> the typical problem. Yeah, and it turns out head deflated guy is addicted to pornography, and it's making it hard for normal looking guy to mm-hmm. live his normal life and we'll call him norman norman the normal looking siamese twin yeah so he's just in meetings jizzing mm-hmm. hanging out with girls yeah jizzing and, trying to pet uh, a, he's at the dog park jizzing but top 10 places you don't want to jizz dog park dog park um church bath and body works whoa 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 bath and body works and church sound awesome to jizz in. <laughs> <laughs> no way are you uh, kidding me have you ever had sex in a church I don't go to church. That does not preclude you from having <laughs> sex in one. I would never go near one. They won't let me in. Oh, That's... they will, though. <laughs> they have a special message for you. Okay, continue the story. <laughs> they do. Um, and um, Norman was coming so much that his dick fell off. His dick fell off? It fell off. It fell off. He was squeezing it to try to make it stop mm. and it turned purple and fell off when i was a kid i thought that everyone has that moment when they're jacking off where they're like i'm just gonna try and stop it from coming out and see what happens yeah you regret it yeah immediately yeah he regrets it he almost did like what uh cheap farmers do with cows and trying to get rid of their balls he put a rubber rubber band around it mm-hmm. let it go Some for a week born. yep and it fell off oh man so now uh, norman is not Norman, the normal one. Anymore. Norman is dickless, and mm-hmm. now a deflated head guy. Uh, he's killing it. Yeah, and uh, he doesn't even want to jack off anymore. Apparently, he had the libido of two men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so now he's successful, and Norman is not. Yeah, he just found a good hat to wear on the side. Fade to black. Twilight 
zone theme plays. <laughs> <laughs> it was a terrible story. There you go. Probably good. better than their panel, though. Probably. Uh, strength in our limitations. How mental health is handled in fandom. It is not. Um, people like to, and I'm going to fucking, uh, can I stand on the soapbox real quick? Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even wait for one second, but. Um, I'm doing it. So the thing that I hate the most about um, the way pop culture depicts mental health is um, only victim mentality and glorification of issues, right? Mm. Like, I specifically think of that dumbass fucking Netflix series, 13 Reasons Why, about the suicide and the girl left all the tapes and fucked everyone up. And that's fucking bullshit. That's the biggest fucking bullshit I went to like all these people I went to high school with were like posting it being like, they should teach this in school. Teach what? That this 13 year old fucking ruined all of her friends lives and was glorified by killing herself. Fuck you. Fuck that. Fuck all this fucking bullshit. That's nonsense. And then like in every single fucking movie, TV show magazine, there's very few that don't, but most of them like to use mental illness and trauma as a trope to make them a victim the whole entire story yeah or they use it as a plot device like here here's the um here's the issue they have a mental illness and it's like a major part it's like oh the character has depth because they hurt and Mm -hmm. you're like i i wish that it would be handled casually to the point where it's like yeah i'm depressed as fuck and then they like continue their conversation yeah Yeah. like in real life yeah because no i mean i don't know to you personally your struggle is so deep but, like, I think of, like, TV shows where, like, someone's dealing with depression and it's a whole entire series. The whole entire series that season is talking about that person's depression. I, I would, would I would say mental illness is is either completely ignored or over-dramatized yeah. to the point where it makes no sense. Yeah. And then when you're depressed and it's not really dramatic, you feel shitty because you want to be like, well, yeah, I'm tired and I don't want to get up and go to work today and I feel yep. awful. But, like, I'm not, you know, the punisher, so... Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Though, actually, I think the Punisher handles his mental illness pretty well. I mean, he does something. He does something. I mean, that's such a... He does things. That's such a good point, though, of them, like, uh, over... Making it over dramatic. Yeah. You know? So then you could be really suffering with depression, but you suffer in silence because every version of depression you've seen in the media and, like, in these, quote-unquote, relatable shows is so out there it's like the extreme of it that you're like oh well i'm not that so i must be fine yeah it's jake gyllenhaal the gun in his mouth when his wife dies it's someone you know it's basically like grief it's always Mm -hmm. ridiculous and insane what about the depression that just comes on a fucking tuesday in march for no fucking reason yeah nothing has to happen to make you do you deal with that shit you know what i would say is that the one type of uh, creative thing we have in media that does show depression in that way is usually comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. comedies like um, what was that? Um, like the Big Sick and like all these. Yeah, or fucking um, what's the one with oh Adam Sandler God. where he's dying of a blood disease? Yeah. Oh, anyway, I don't. But then there's the the new one with um that comedian female with the high pitched voice, and oh. she um. She's got the two pugs. People are probably screaming right now, but it goes like it's. It's not Tig Notaro, is it? No. Oh, I know here, Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford, yes. Yes. Her sh- TV show on Netflix, where it's like she talks about depression and anxiety and checking herself into hospitals and how awful that is, and it's just like it's real. 
Yeah, but, but she's living her life and yes, she's fine. That's the thing. It's also her living every day with these struggles and like that's fucking that's real. That's real mental illness. It's not like um I think of like Hesher. Like, mm, you know, um funny, yeah. That is weird. Who knew being funny made you better than other people? Yeah, I did. I mean, yeah. So anyway, do fucking better. That's what I have to say to that. Okay. I agree with you. I th- I just um I don't like when they over dramatize dramatize things. It's just like PTSD. I think that people come from a place of love when they're trying to help veterans, but like not all veterans are worried about fucking fireworks or whatever mm-hmm. dumb bullshit. Yeah. Also, I feel like I don't know. I've never met a real combat veteran that was worried about fireworks. I also That's feel like, like PTSD I don't know what that is. PTSD shows up in numer- different people for different reasons in different scenarios. Yeah, totally. It could in it it's like, yeah, it's not like, oh, waking up with nightmares of war. It's That's not it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a part of it for some people, but anyway. It's, it's so broad, and they try to make it... Well, it's just the trope of life, right? They try to put it in a box. Yeah, totally. Everything is one box. This is what this looks like. This is what that looks like. And we all know in reality... It is just a bunch of fucking chaos and it means nothing and it's crazy and there's just, it's insane. So anyway, um, fuck (laughs) fuck that. It's tough to have more nuance. Yeah. It's also tough because people don't want to accept responsibility. Yeah. So there's a lot of depressed people who want to be like, who want to be like, yeah, I'm so depressed. I'm this big dramatic thing. And then they don't get called out for the shitty stuff they do. And you're like, you can feel however you want, but you still have to take responsibility for your actions. You mm-hmm. don't get to use mental illness as an excuse. If you kill someone because you're crazy, I think you should still just get life. Like, there should be no difference. Yeah. Your actions are what matter. Oh, the well, motivations fuck, can get I fucked. think of that cannibal in Canada who went off of his medication and then lost it on a fucking Greyhound bus and ate someone's face off. And then he was just released a few years ago. Yeah. Don't do that. No, I don't care if he got on his medication. (laughs) We're all, I want to kill people every day and eat their faces, but I am not because I am here being responsible. No, totally. Uh, (laughs) Consequences for your actions. uh, Your mental state is an unfortunate reality of life. If your mental state made you do something, you still have to suffer the consequences. You don't yeah. get a pass. That's why you go to a nice, expensive therapist who could talk that out and you just, you know, pack that in with the rest of your fucking baggage. Exactly. Welcome That's to like life. like the drunk thing. I was drunk. Like, not an excuse. Still yep. did it. Yep. Uh, the science of Star Trek. Uh, pretty sciencey, right? Yeah. They've got, they were doing cell phones and we now have cell phones and, um, space (laughs) (laughs) the women of supernatural i do not watch supernatural but i know um chelsea boo from graphic novel book Mm -hmm. club and also in the nerd dome podcast is very into supernatural and she got into it um because her her mom passed away and these two their mom passes away and that's why they get into this like demon hunting Mm. so she found that connection so know that their mom has a big thing to do with that show and that's cool the women of supernatural some of them aren't alive (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, you know what is supernatural how dorky most of the people who watch this show are i know they're way into it really rough you know that's why um i was so good to see everyone shit on the supernatural panel that happened um, not this most recent Comic-Con, but the one previous because it was just a bunch of fucking amateurs. It's like amateur hour people who are like, I just started watching it uh, four months ago and this TV show has been going on for like 
nine, ten years. ever. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, you're about to be fucking eaten alive because everyone in this room is like a diehard with a fucking tattoo Ugh. of the shit on their fucking forehead. Yeah, well, welcome to Comic-Con. I know it. It's they not did. who you know or who you blow, but how well you blow who you know. <laughs> That's beautiful. Thank you. My dad told me that. It's a good one. That's a true story. My, anyway. Put that on your fucking tombstone. <laughs> uh, Thirty years of Final Fantasy. Oh man, this is a panel I could have got the fuck down on. Um, let's just go with our fate. Do you have you played Final Fantasy? I used to. Do you know like so? You, what Final Fantasy did you play? Um, I think it was four. Yeah, it was four. That's what IV is for. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the characters? Goofy is a motherfucker. I remember that. Goofy? You're talking about Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. I'm talking about Kingdom Hearts. Which one's Final Fantasy? Final Fantasy is... Well, the characters from Final Fantasy are from... Uh, or in Kingdom Hearts, which is oh. why you're... It's Final Fantasy plus Disney equals Kingdom Hearts. Okay. I mean, so you get a pass. Like, you're you're kind of there. I don't... I've never played Final Goofy Fantasy. Goofy is a motherfucker. <laughs> like, when was Goofy in Final <laughs> Fantasy IV was for, like, uh, regular Nintendo? Yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> um, my favorite Final Fantasy is probably Final Fantasy VIII, unpopular opinion. Final what Fantasy is Final is... Fantasy? Who's in Final Fantasy? Um, They're all different. What? Okay. That's fine. I just don't understand. Yeah. I've only played Kingdom Hearts. You've, Final Fantasy VII has Cloud and Barret, the guy with the big, giant fucking sword. Sephiroth, the dude with the samurai sword that's really long. Sure. One-Winged Angels, a song you probably might recognize. Probably. Oh, man. I've never played it, though. You are fucking wrecking my life. Sorry. Behind the scenes of the Star Wars prequels. It's a photo of um, Anakin looking up at Jar Jar Binks. Oh. Blech. Jar Jar Binks, Ultimate Sith Lord, confirmed. I mean, here's the thing about that. <laughs> I watched the video. Yeah, right? The conspiracy. How fucking dorky <laughs> do you have to be to be watching conspiracy videos about Star Wars, not even real life? Dude, this was like not. It was the weekend before FearCon, and I was like at Chelsea's house every day working on a Creature from the Black Lagoon, and her girlfriend was just starting to watch Star Wars, and they watched all of them forwards backwards went online to read the different ways to watch it to get different things and they all fucking got jedi robes and fucking the um the battle ready lightsabers that you could actually fight people with like that are made for battling and they just went full out and then like she just turns to me and is like so what do you think about jar jar and i'm like i think he's a shithead she's like what about him being a sith lord they literally like sweep me up into the computer room <laughs> and sit me on the computer and play the Star Wars like Jar Jar is a Sith Lord video. And I was like kind of laughing at first, but by the end of it, I was just like, you know, <laughs> fucking, oh. By the end, you're wearing the hood. <laughs> yeah. It's like looking. Yes. By the end of it, I was a motherfucking believer. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, Anyone they have who fucking footage of um, Lucas being like Jar Jar's the key to everything. And then that fucking movie came out and everyone was like, fuck Jar Jar. And he was like, oh, I love money so much. Let's just fucking remove this storyline. Oh, I know. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. I don't know. I believe it. Beyond Dungeons and Dragons, how learning new RPGs makes you a better game master. So this is about like learning other RPGs besides Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Honesty Hour, I've played other RPGs way more than I've ever played uh, Dungeons and Dragons. You know, here's the thing about Dungeons and Dragons. We're gonna play it soon. We are gonna. We're, play we're it not soon. gonna. We're actually not gonna play Dungeons and Dragons. We're probably gonna play a different game. 
but a role playing like, game. Like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think um Stranger Things has brought Dungeons and Dragons to a whole new like genre of people. Like we went into Hot Topic today. I was trying to get a Slytherin scarf because welcome to my life. And they had a fucking DM's guide. Like, really? Yeah. On the Stranger Things table at Hot Topic, they had like um, D&D 101 and then like uh, the DM's guide and then the rule book. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, what? Like, it's so crazy. Everyone's playing Dungeons and Dragons now. It's the greatest. Some of my favorite memories of my childhood are playing Dungeons and Dragons. Some of the hardest times I've ever laughed in my life were playing Dungeons and Dragons yeah. or just role playing games in general, not necessarily Dungeons and Dragons. I learned how to act from playing Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. I learned how to public speak from it. Yeah. I learned how to be funny from it. Yeah. Like I, uh, if I have a real career five years from now, I'll owe it to Dungeons and Dragons. So it's my biggest regret is not playing it younger, like yeah. at a younger age, because now it's really an, it's like the honest truth. It's hard playing, um, RPGs with adults because we all have jobs and oh, we all yeah. have lives and trying to get people together to play a campaign is really fucking tough but it's so much fun when it happens but it's completely understandable when people can't do it. See that's why you do it my way and I build adventures that are basically like movies so they're one off. Oh so you just like finish it the day? Yeah yeah you finish it in one session. I mean that's a really good idea. That's what I do and then that way you play, or you do it in two, but mm -hmm. usually one, and then I make your character for you, which gives you challenges to role play because you've got to like pretend to be this character, and maybe they're yeah. evil when usually you're good. Yeah, and like I think that's more fun mm -hmm. than because making your own character is only fun when you're doing the campaign, right? You yeah. can make it grow over time. But if you're gonna do one thing, it's almost fun to be like an actor. Like I'm gonna step into this role. Yeah, I'm an evil ogre now, mm -hmm. and like. Oh, it's so that's a real dorky sentence. I know, but that's okay. <laughs> but I, it's fun. I can see it. It just it makes you a good improviser, and it makes you a good um exactly what you said public speaker. Man, I could have if I was playing D and D as a kid, but was still self aware enough to like wear deodorant and shower. Man, I don't even know what I would be doing right now. I would be so much more confident in myself. Yeah, it's it's so good for you. Dungeons and Dragons is so good for you. Such a good game. Still gonna play it for the rest of my life um still probably one of my favorite things and it's a really like honestly it's like a cheap to free way to hang out with your friends no totally um there's a role-playing game that we will probably be using called the fate system and you can buy it for like five dollars and and then use regular d6 to play it and mm -hmm. it's like super cheap so so cool the thing is you have to have a good dungeon master or the game falls apart yeah so you just have to have that one friend who can write and like hold everyone together and keep it good, you know? Yeah, the artist of the group, if you will. Yeah, yeah. They have to have a vision. They have to have a story, and they also have to be. It's a lot improvising. of work. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of you. Just have to have one of you needs to want to put in a lot of work outside of the campaign. That's why the one-off things are so fun for me, because it's basically like writing a movie for me, mm -hmm. and then I get to see how you get through my movie. Yeah. Or like my episode of Firefly. Like when I was a kid, I stopped writing fan fiction because I started writing like an episode of Firefly and then we would play a science fiction role playing game and they would play through Firefly. Yeah, that's way fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah, yeah. cool. Everyone should play D&D. Uh, Carl. Oh, wait. My favorite. Just real quick, because the, the topic was games that are Dungeons and Dragons. My favorite non Dungeons and Dragons game is probably um, 
Big Eyes, Small Mouth, which is like the anime role-playing game. Oh, what's the one that Rachel got? And it's about sadness. Sad, sadness. She, they were playing it, and you were like, oh, my God. They were playing a card game called Gloom. Yes. That's not a role-playing game. It's I was a cool so game. close. Sadness, Gloom. Wow. <laughs> I'm on it. On uh, the nose. They should play. There's a game called Lunch Money where you're a bully fighting other bullies, and Dude. you're trying to like make each other kill yourselves and stuff. Whoa. It's fucked up and super metal. It's awesome. That's and the art is like all these. It's like actual photos of little girls like that are like evil looking and mean. So like you'll do an attack, and it'll be like um you know takes your lunch money and it's her with her fist and she looks all crazy oh my god fucking dude dope. games are cool yeah carl mckeck's robotech universe do you like robotech no i don't know a lot about robotech a lot of people are mad that we don't know about robotech Sorry. cosplay meetups terminator and aliens i didn't see that i Why didn't see did they anyone mash those two people together there's not enough of each that's weird. Yeah, that is Harry weird. Potter is my Bible. Fandom is faith. Yes. I think that we think this is cool, but this was more about actual Jesus stuff. Like, I bet you they are comparing Harry Potter to actual Bible stuff in order to get closer to Jesus. Well, I, kn- I know that they are because originally the LDS Church banned the Harry Potter books. And so then... As did a lot, a lot. of... A lot of Christian r- Christians in yeah. general. A lot of religions did. A lot of schools did, which is fucking nonsense. But um, the backlash was so fucking strong and heavy that naturally high ups in all churches and religions and whatever had to, you know, figure it the fuck out to make it work for them. It's yeah. just like any fucking college senior who has to watch some bullshit play and write an essay on it. You don't know what the plot is. You don't know what the theme is. But you're making shit up because you got to write that at the end of the day. It's literally <laughs> the same thing. But if I was to look at this title and be like Harry, um, fandom as faith, um, yes, absolutely. I don't believe in God. I do not have a faith. But um, everything in Harry Potter, that series and series like it are great examples of why you don't need a God in the sky who hates you and loves you sometimes to do the right thing and be a good person. Like that's what the whole theme of like fucking Harry Potter is, is being a good friend and being a good person and being there for people like sacrificing and then receiving in return. And that you don't have to be threatened to be good and to make good choices. Yeah. Um, I mean, I see that as a kid, um, when I was like still struggling with ideas of faith and I hadn't decided to be an ardent, I I decided that I wasn't like an eight on the atheist scale. I was like a four. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't know, but probably God. Yeah. Um, I like explored religion through fiction a lot. Lord of the Rings, especially. Mm -hmm. The Matrix had a lot of philosophical questions I wanted to ask. Mm -hmm. Star Wars had a lot of philosophical questions. So dorky, but so true. Well, I mean, um, I don't know why I'm obsessed with Chelsea today, but like she loves. Marry her already. I know, I wish. She just, she loves, like, the whole Jedi lore and, like, just that whole kind of, like... Oh, I love the Sith. The I, I love the Sith as well. But, like, the idealism of that and, like, she probably looks at that like a faith. And that's fucking cool. I just, it's it's cool that you don't... If you want to, like, find something to live by and remember to be good and be nice, there's so many awesome fantasy stories yeah. that could give you that. Well, it's cool that as people we can draw strength from fiction. Yes. Which is all Christianity is, right? Oh, yeah. hey. Just kidding, guys. Live your live your realness. Um 
it is funny that people are like, I mean. But Harry Potter is my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Mass makers of stories, comic books, and graphic novels. Um, I'm writing a graphic, or not a graphic novel, but like a, a comic book. That's cool. Yeah, it's about Viking Jesus. Whoa. Yeah, Jesus gets crucified and he goes to hell. And while he's in hell suffering, he starts to realize like, wait, why didn't my dad come and suffer? Why did he send his son? Like, why am I here instead of my father to prove that he loves people? That makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't he do it himself? He's all powerful. We know he's going to come back no matter what. Mm -hmm. So now I'm suffering in hell for three days and like hell is real bad. So he's in hell suffering. And then Thor shows up. And Thor's like, oh, hey, I know you. You're a god. And Jesus is like, well, I'm the son of God. So whatever. Thor and Jesus are both demigods. Thor busts Jesus out of hell because Jesus is like, fuck this. I'm out. I don't care about people. Mm -hmm. And then it unravels like this big mystery where Thor and Jesus are trying to like figure out why God did what he did because Jesus can't talk to God or get into heaven anymore. And he's mortal but not like Thor. And then Jesus has superpowers. Mm. So like... Thor is helping Jesus tap into like his strength as a demigod and Jesus is like shredded and what? then Satan is trying to like stop them from doing what they're doing and then it turns out like Loki is in heaven controlling things and no one knows where God is and then uh, the world wolf is there and there's lots of it's like really heavy metal like they're all shredded as fuck and they're what? killing people. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I know I'm just looking for like an artist who wants to help me with it. I mean, it's a pretty good idea, though. That's right? really cool. I'll read it. <laughs> it's so stupid. I like literally want to call it Viking Jesus. I mean, what a better name. I know. There is not. It's really fun, though. I love it. And it's like I want it to be like super over the top. Like a lot of it's them escaping from hell. And there's like this place where all these succubuses, they're like having sex. And then they realize like, no, we're trapped here. We can't be here. And they're like tearing women in half and like fighting and. <sighs> Yeah, it's super Whoa. cool. I also want to get Shiva in there for some lady power. But anyway. That's dope. Yeah. I hope you do that. I know. I have a lot of ideas for stuff I'm working on. Got to work on that art project I told you about first. And oh, then yeah. I'll start doing more stuff. Cool. Michael Rooker. He's um, uh, Yondu. Yondu. Yeah. I, that's what I said. And he's in The Walking Dead. Yes. I don't watch The Walking Dead. Well, he was he died a while ago. Did he? I think so. Spoiler alert. Not really. Okay. It was so long ago. Ugh. He was and like Daryl's BFF before Daryl became good boy. I want to see like a zombie movie where the zombies are like really competent and there's a guy who just like, oh no, I guess that would be Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. They just like fuck the zombies up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I hate when like the zombies are like winning all the time. Like I want to see one where someone just like fucking kicks ass. Resident Evil is also kind Resident of Evil. Resident Evil jumped the shark immediately yeah. though. Salt Lake Comic Con cosplay contest. A look behind the scenes. Who do you think won? Oh, is that a space, uh, a Marine from a colonial Marine from, I can't see from here. Uh, fucking I know blizzard. that our good friend and listener of the podcast, Ryan Bielek, won last year yeah. um, and was a judge this year. Dope. So I know that it's cool. <laughs> what did he win as? The Goblin. Oh, shit. That's right. He has some really fucking good Spider-Man cosplays. I know. Someone send him to a movie studio. That's what I'm saying. Speaking of Spider-Man, Spider-Man, five stories that define the character. Go. 
Um, one of my most favorite stories is from the like new universe with Spider Gwen and Spider Man, and it's I feel like I've talked about it before. Oh yeah, it's my and, they, favorite scene. and it's about like I, I couldn't save my I couldn't either. save my Peter Parker. I couldn't save my um Gwen Stacy. And then but they we have could sex. save each other. Um, sure. Do they? No. Oh. Um, there's actually a bunch of graphic novels that we were told to read, specifically you in particular. I know you were told to read. Yeah. Um, because it's like basically Peter Parker, the identity crisis. Ugh, I'll cry. I uh, know. Speeder Pite or Speeder Piter. Speeder Piter. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: Spider Jetterman's got me all fucked up. <laughs> oh, I should write a Jedi Spider-Man comic. But, yeah. but. I mean, um, the real my Spider-Man that's my one Spider-Man. last day fucking ruined me. Yeah, I cried so hard that like I ruined the comic. I bet it's fucked up. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot of Spider-Man like different versions of him Ugh. just dealing with. That's that's the best part is that Peter Parker is always the realist fucking character. Mm-hmm. He's not again. I don't want to interrupt you, but I'll forget it if I don't say it. Comedy. Peter yes. Spider-Man's all about being funny and yeah. the the um it's for some reason the funniness always has this the juxtaposition of like the seriousness and mm-hmm. it's so believable. Yeah, cuz he's just at when you first meet him he's just a fucking high school nerd. Yeah. A funny little goofy high school nerd. And he will forever be that kid but with superpowers now. Yeah. And he's so relatable always and he grows up in a town that just feels like you would know on it's he's so relatable his personality is like you yourself or someone you know they don't make him grandiose they don't make him like fucking bruce wayne yeah you know they make him real love those characters i do too but they're like untouchable sort of you can't relate because they're so out there yeah the that's the thing the untouchable like they them becoming who they are has changed them so that they're so out of touch with reality when Peter Parker is reality always. He's always a person first. Oh my superhero God. second. That's a really good I'm uh I like that. I, I love like Peter that Parker. You know, that's a one of the reasons I really like the Punisher. Yeah. Because it's really over the top. But then there's a part of you that's like, oh I get it. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, don't fucking steal things and treat people like shit or I'll shoot your face. Yeah. Like and then also there's like this really macabre sort of like uh, humor to it this realness where like the punisher like holds your head out of a jeep and runs your face into a cactus at 60 miles an hour mm-hmm. and like the way he's killing people is r- so over the top that it's funny and there's like this seriousness juxtapositioned with the punisher's inner monologue and the humor it's really good i think that the punisher is the great comic book of like if i had strength and power what i would do with all of my rage and revenge yeah there's, he's he's like on the razor's edge of villain of mm-hmm. villainness where there's times where you're like that was a villain thing to do but then you're oh, most of the time you're like you're a good guy yeah but then you think like if he was real. It's the Boondock Saints question. Exactly. I love that quote. Uh, Fuck these motherfuckers. The more people they kill, the better it is for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> if she's on the news. <laughs> oh man. That's a great quote. Um, the Expanse, hard science fiction, and political intrigue. Whoa. I don't know. What are they saying? I think is they're... the Expanse a movie that Ugh, we should be we watching. We fucked this up. What? This panel, we ruined it. <laughs> I mean, we're just like every other. Say person. something about hard science. Hard science. What is hard science? Is this like dildo nuclear science? Science is hard science. That's real. Fiction. Um, 
the fact that North Korea has a missile that can reach us. That is fiction. <laughs> that They're is fiction. They're so dumb. They are so dumb. <laughs> what if someone from North Korea listens? Well, Not possible. Can you imagine risking your life to hear us? That's a bummer. Yeah, That's also fiction. We appreciate you if you're out there risking your life, but also don't. Political intrigue. I think you just got both of those with the um, North Korea True. has a missile that can hit us is both fiction and political <laughs> did intrigue. You, did you see that Kim Jong-un called uh, Trump old and like a press, like the press was talking to Kim Jong-un um, and he was like, Donald Trump is old. And Donald Trump w- tweeted, why would you call me old? I would never bring up that you're fat and short. Yeah. And it was like, motherfucker. That would be like if I was like, my teacher said something to me and I'm in seventh grade and I looked at her right in the eyes and went, I want to call you a cunt, but I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. And it's literally, like, you literally did you it. Just you just did, did it anyway. Thing. You did And then the thing. I think Trump even went to say like, I've tried to be his friend so many times. Oh my God. I laugh so hard. No one wants to be friends with you. Like Kim Jong-un should die and be eaten by dogs while he's still alive. But also like I do support him not wanting to be your friend. I do get that. And that is his right. And I respect (laughs) it. Um, There's this girl on Twitter who posted, she's like, I have a Chrome um, like setting so that every single one of Donald Trump's tweets looks like it was written in crayon. (laughs) And this one hits a little too fucking hard for me and it's that one and it's like when it's written in crayon you look at it and read it as if a child was saying it and it makes you laugh <laughs> uh the next panel is cosplay meetups for battlestar galactica do you know what they say what do they say bears beats battlestar galactica what it's an office quote oh you're slipping that's uh, oh that's an office quote and that's also every girl on tinder's profile Really? Yeah, they always have like some shitty like um that's the thing I've noticed about regular people is there's a lot of and which is fine, but there's like so much reference humor. I just can't get on board. References like- are fun, but they have to be like peppered in with your originals. Yeah. Say say an original thought, please. I mean, when I was on Tinder, I think my bio said um it was something Tina Belcher said about butts. But also you were on Tinder when Bob's Burgers was like season 1. Yeah. I just loved butts. I feel like your Tinder would scream, like, if you buy me things, I'll fuck you. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just luring. And I'm not saying that you were doing it. I'm saying that your Tinder said it. Yeah, it absolutely So that did. you could get the things yeah. and then not. Yeah. How For many sure. guys have texted you after a date and been like, I have blue balls? I mean most (laughs) (laughs) oh men are filthy i know Ugh. um anime from the 90s you need to see we actually went to this panel yeah it was a great panel we cannot add to it shout out to everyone who was on this panel if you listen to our podcast and you did the anime uh, 90s anime panel you fucking killed it um name your anime from the 90s dragon ball z Okay, there it was. Yeah. And if I had to pick one other, it would be Cowboy Bebop. And then if I was made to pick another, it would be Outlaw Star. And then if I was made to pick another, it would be Trigun. And then Neon Genesis Evangelion. And then the 90s Gundams. Mm. Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm. First five episodes, real sad. I remember as a kid just not being able to handle it. Because he like goes to his own funeral as a ghost. Mm. And like people are so... Also, that show was fucking cool because... He starts the show as like the spirit detective, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like got this finger gun that shoots spirit energy, and it's like 
fucking like a bb gun by the very end of the show like he ramps up in power over time to the point where like it starts and he's like this pathetic little kid and very slowly by the time the show's over he's like dragon ball z powerful (laughs) where he's just like shooting holes into buildings and shit it's so cool awesome as a kid i like i love the like growth that's what you want like in a martial arts movie you don't actually want the fight you want the the montage of them training yeah when they get stronger that's what's exciting yeah. i also that's, love the redemption yeah that's why you love when they get beat up and then they come yep, back and that's win the best part you're like fuck it's the growth though yeah if if they come back and win by cheating or something you're like oh well i don't care yeah. about the characters i want the growth the best storyline for any fucking like karate movie is like they think they start off they think they're great they get too cocky they get in a fight they get their ass kicked then they humble up and then they have the redemption exactly that's the best storyline oh it's so good uh anyone who's also like i'm genuinely into that story arc so much that i've like seeked it out if you if you want to be into it go watch any of the 24 7 hbo boxing things Mm. i literally don't care about the actual boxing matches but I'll watch the like 24-7 series that leads up where it shows the boxers training, shows them with their families, mm-hmm. has them talk and do press. And it's like this big epic lead up to the fight where mm-hmm. you're watching them go from uh, not ready to ready. Mm-hmm. And it's like super inspirational. It gets me hyped to work out. I yeah. fucking love that shit. So life hack, if you want to feel good and like see something cool, watch the 24-7 documentaries. They're fucking awesome. Love it. Behind the scenes of the Star Wars Cantina. Again? Do, 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 I don't know. Do, do, there was a do, lot of music. Do, 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 Who do, do, shot do. first? Han. Han. Duh. Yeah, because he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. He's not, he, I love... People don't want him to have shot first because they want him to be a good guy. He's a scoundrel. He always was. Han fucks. Just get the... get. They put too much Harrison Ford in it. Remember that it's Han Solo. Yeah. Of course he shot first. Yeah, when you see Harrison Ford, you think of the president on Air Force One. But you need to think of Han Solo. Han Solo. The scavenger man. Not anymore, though. I mean, R.I.P. Rest in power. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) Break and belonging. The hero's transformation to a superhero. I think we covered it. Yeah, we already talked about this. Yeah cosplay meetup steampunk do you see any steampunk cosplay you like i mean i always see steampunk cops oh shit this is a panel that i would have hated to be at disney princess movies and cultural appropriation oh my god so will this let's just we all know i've briefly talked about it how i hate princess movies fuck princess movies Mm. fuck disney and all that fucking bullshit all of its fucking garbage this panel is funny to me, though, especially coming off of Halloween, where all of these fucking news outlets decided to get on Reddit and fucking Tumblr and pretend like they know what the fuck's up and be like, don't let your kid dress up as Moana. I'm like, and I feel like all of our Polynesian friends said, let your kid dress up like Moana. The difference is when you put so much bronzer on your fucking Courtney's face to make her brown like Moana. It's just weird. It's weird to do that. I agree. Mm -hmm. But um, 
I'm like, my whole thing is don't be an asshole, but I don't believe in cultural appropriation. Unpopular opinion. Very unpopular. But I'm Jewish. Uh, fucking dress up like a rabbi for Halloween. Yeah. Please put payout on. When I wear think a of kifa, wear this... the fucking silly outfit, put on a big nose. My culture's better than your joke. If your culture can't handle someone dressing up as you, then fuck your culture. It sucks. You don't deserve to have it. So problematic. I know. But when they're, they're I, uh, big babies. When fucking I think about babies. this, I think of the BYU play that they tried to do Ugh. and that was just like racism wrapped in cultural references with a bunch of shitty white kids from byu and that shit rightfully so got torn the fuck down within yeah. like 48 hours people were like not today motherfucker and i think that's great it's see i think the that i agree fuck that shit but mm-hmm. it's not like cultural appropriation i think that was my, racism yeah, my dream is that we what well, isn't the point of america to mix so much that we've destroyed culture and made a new one everyone forgets that mm-hmm. everyone's trying to hold on to their culture and like i mean you should Mm-hmm. But like also fucking West, not the experiment here. We're trying to like unite the world. Your culture is going to have to go at some point. I think it's good to have both. I Just think like when we your get... culture is like a purebred dog. You can mm-hmm. keep it and it's great. But eventually it's going to fucking die because it's got health problems. I feel like when you get rid of culture, you lose history and language and beauty and art and well that's why we need to teach those things yeah that's what that's the problem though right we're not doing one part of the puzzle we're like blend everybody and then we just try to erase and that's not the point of it yeah totally and i think but i think that we should blend because um there are art forms like let's say there's native american art forms Mm -hmm. um as don't you want white people who are genuinely passionate about your native american art form to keep it alive if you're focusing on only your race being allowed to practice your race's beliefs your race's art your race's culture then oh i hate to do this but your race is gonna go away Mm -hmm. we're all mixing yeah. It's the future. We're yeah. going to breed our races away, and then who keeps your art around? Mm-hmm. No. You need as many people as you can who are genuinely passionate. And that's where the offensiveness comes in. Mm-hmm. When someone does fucking that Polynesian play, and they're disingenuous shitlords who don't fucking try, mm-hmm. and they don't know anything about Polynesian culture, mm-hmm. get fucked. Yeah. You know? But, like... You want, as a Jewish person, like, I I would love to see non-Jewish people singing in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. I want more people speaking Hebrew. I want, like, wear a kippah when you come to synagogue. Fucking, um, you know, wear a shawl. Wear mm-hmm. a seat seat. Um, mm-hmm. Do all that shit, yeah. you know? And I fucking, because it keeps us going. I think the main problem, we've talked about it before, I think the main problem with it is um, racism, underlying racism. Yeah, yeah. When people use it to like shit on other people. Yeah, and like, um, like I've told you about it. I think the the great example is um, big hoop earrings. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, like um, when a Latina girl or a black girl wears big hoop earrings, she's ghetto and trashy. But when Becky wears them, she's cute and fashionable. And it's, um. I don't think it's cultural appropriation. I yeah. think it's racism. But that's only in America. Yeah. That's also a thing when you're like, white people can't wear hoop earrings. But like, what if I live in South Africa? Yeah. What if I live in Spain? What if I actually am a white African? Mm-hmm. What if I live in the Middle East? Like, there are yeah. people whitewash the rest of the world based on how they view America. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think uh, we should all be wearing hoop earrings to help normalize it. So then when our black 
in Latina brothers and sisters, Latina is actually not a right because Latina people are often just white, but doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Spanish people are white. Newsflash, Mexican, everyone. Portuguese black, people, whatever they are. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I mean, there when, are a lot of white Mexican people too. Yeah, when people who aren't if, Becky from Stanford. Yeah, but if we're all wearing hoop earrings and we're doing it genuinely, and we're like, like being bold with our fashion and being like, yeah, uh, fucking, uh, you know, Rosa fucking has it going on. So yeah, I'm wearing these because she's a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's like. Okay, well, let's normalize this for everyone. Mm-hmm. Just like back in the day, long hair wasn't normalized. Mm-hmm. It was something only Native Americans did. It was culturally weird for people. Now, metalheads have long hair. We all have long hair. We've mm-hmm. normalized it. Yeah. Baggy yeah. pants. I mean, there's a lot of weird things that were cultural that we've normalized. Mm-hmm. Then now everyone can do them. Yeah. And it's not like, uh, oh, I see this guy wearing this and I'm, I think, fuck that guy. Yeah. I think the cultural appropriation comes from the threat of racism, like with the Indian thing. So like um, this girl can be way into like Native American culture and super respects it and like learns the history of it and thinks it's great. And like she's white. But then her mom is like the same person who's like native americans are alcoholic trash and i would never you uh, know the what sins i mean of the mother yeah also of the sins of the daughter i mean and then there's another thing when people get mad at people wearing a headdress because they're white you don't know if they're native mm-hmm. what does a native look like to you fuck you you can't tell yeah some white people are natives mm-hmm. you know it's, it's or they're um you know or they practice that religion or whatever yeah it's a lot of questions we yeah. we need to answer i think the problem comes from people being shitlords and fucking racists Ugh, just don't be a shitlord racist it's so easy yeah i know it really is but people also have a and, fucking problem and don't with freak it. the fuck out when you see someone doing something ask questions mm-hmm. oh uh you're wearing a headdress at coachella at first glance this seems super fucking stupid let's talk about it mm-hmm. you know yeah, but I think memes of people wearing headdresses at Coachella are funny. Let's keep those around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Doctor Who, life lessons from the Lord of time and space. Uh, this is blasphemous. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ is the Lord of time and space. I, I love Doctor Who. Um, and I feel like what I learned from Doctor Who is very similar to what I learned from Harry Potter. It's that you think you can do everything on your own, but you're better together. You're better with friends. You're better with people. You're better when you are compassionate and caring and loving and open to learn. Um, Cause that's always like the fun adventure with the doctor is that he's, he likes to let nobody in and then he struggles and fucks up a lot. But then the moment he lets someone in, he's successful. So that's, I love Dr. Who. <laughs> oh, man. We are. We have so many panels <laughs> left. Doctor Who is good, though. I like it. Um, let's see what the next panel is. I like the concept, but I don't watch it because it's bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't handle the show. I just I can't. Mean, it's I. I love Star Trek. I read the books. I play video games, but I don't like the shows. They just don't do it for me. Yeah. Gatebot: How to reboot Stargate and other sci-fi franchises? Right. I don't care about this. Um. Well. I mean, the idea of the having people reboot things correctly is, firstly, don't reboot it. Make a new version of it. Mm-hmm. And also, you need people who are passionate about the source material and not people who are just trying to make money from the source material. I mean, that's always the problem. We brought it up briefly when we had Andrea and Steven here about the difference between a reboot is passion versus money. Yeah, totally. 
Harry Potter and the cast of unforgettable characters. Oh, so good. I was actually basically replaying Harry Potter to Tyler in the car. I was just like, and then this happened and then this, and then, and I just was remembering. So the question got brought up, um, is Snape the hero or the villain? And I'm always like the hero because you find out that, um, and this Spoiler is, alert. I mean, come on, it's been long enough. Okay. Kind of the, my personal opinion, and this is, um, not a popular one is that Dumbledore is the villain um, because he raised Harry Potter to be the pig for slaughter. And I even think Snape says that to him. Um, he knew that he was going to have to bait Voldemort with him and everything he did was just getting him ready for that. And but what's what's more important, the needs of many or the needs of one? But he could have let him in on it. He could have prepared him better. Um, I don't know. Uh, he could have. He could have. There were a lot of things that Dumbledore did wrong. He may have been a wizard, but he was still human. Kind of. <laughs> um, uh, see, and that's the problem. Uh, real wizards aren't human. Yeah. So Dumbledore fucked up a lot. Um, and Snape was always there. That was a Lord of the Rings reference, by the way, everyone. Because wizards are Maiar. They're angels. Aw. Yeah. Well, they're demi-angels sent from the Valar who are actual angels. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Get with <laughs> it, Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you get your Lord of the Rings fucking... Uh, mythology down magic the gathering the chest of card games sure i don't play magic because the people who play it are cancerous yeah i don't play it because it's dumb and it's hard i do however (laughs) you do get mad i play star wars destiny i play a few other like out of print card games that are warhammer themed but star wars destiny is my jam it's dice it's cards it's fucking awesome oh also i play hearthstone a lot Mm. yeah that legendary rank though um, Michael Bean. Don't know. I made it. Maybe even pronounce his name wrong. <laughs> Steam gears and bygone years. This is obviously <sighs> a steampunk. I don't give panel. a fuck about steampunk. Really, I love steampunk. Have you ever seen that Key Key and Peele sketch yeah. where he's got a rat in it's his like, hat? Now I'm steam. I'm steampunk now. <laughs> I'm steampunk. Well, what's the one with Wild Wild West? That's the only steampunk shit I've ever oh, seen. Oh, so fucking and that good. is good though. That is fucking good. Uh, cosplay meetups, Nikes, Vikings, and Princesses. Great. Reading Roost, Cory Moss. I don't know. As gar- I think that's just reading for children. As Guardians of the Galaxy, what we know and don't know about Thor Ragnarok. I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok. I haven't either. Oh, God. What do you think happens? Fucking light us on fire. I heard that the stakes are real low and it's mostly just fun. Um, That's what I also think as well. well. How about it? I love it, though. Um, Thor and Hulk favorite mark ruffalo what's up i'm about it getting your mark ruffalo feathers going i fucked that up (laughs) (laughs) yep boy meets world why we still love it so much i don't because well firstly you love everything you watch as a kid because you think that was the best time of your life because you're fucking dumb because you don't have bills to pay and your parents feed you dude i love how everyone they're like when i when i was a kid and you're like yeah no shit it was better when you were a kid you got summers off you didn't have a fucking job yeah also you maintained your sense of wonder and you weren't like withholding from yourself when you wanted to play imagination and stuff yeah Dude, I straight up, like, I used to. I don't need more, but I used to have, like, action figures in my shower. Play with toys still. I mean, why not? It's fucking good for you. I do agree with that. It's really good for you to play pretend. That's why people who have uh, role play during sex are better than normal people. Mm Mm-hmm. So you don't even need to tell her. Just pretend you're (laughs) You're someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, building a personal mythology. Spotlight on James A. Owen. I don't even know who that is. He's just an author. 
Um, we're gonna oh cosplay meetups Firefly. I'm sad I missed that. Everything is awesome using Lego as a learning tool in the classroom and home. Well, yeah, of course it's building. Yeah, everyone loves Legos. Fantasy blending realism with magical systems. Um, that's always my favorite. I love storylines that do fantasy and realism because there's a place for fantasy and when you want to escape and then there's a too much realism is overwhelming because you're like, yeah, I know I live here. I know it all sucks. But then the mix of the two is like where you get inspiration from. That's where Game of Thrones gets me. Yes. Just low fantasy enough. Yeah. Just low. And I like that about Lord of the Rings too, where there's not a lot, there's a lot of magic, but it's not overt. And a part of you is like, is this real magic? Or are you just lucky? Are you praying? Is it real? Like, mm-hmm. I love, love, love that. Yeah, it's the best. The blend is the best. Fothentic history, the Infinity Gaunt- Gauntlet. I don't even know. Oh, about the Infinity Wars. What we're leading up to. What all these Marvel movies are leading up to. I know. It's Thanos inter- coming. I wish that they would have picked like the Civil Wars, the big thing, and really made a thing of it. But isn't it the funny? Well, it's Civil War Civil War versus Universal War. Yeah. One of them happens here. The rest, the other one involves all the things, everything. Yeah, that's true. True, true, true. Uh, hey, kids, let's create characters. I think we created the Siamese twins, Norman and Deflated Head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I feel like they're great. Also, I talked about Viking Jesus. If someone steals my idea, <laughs> <laughs> I know we're, what we're going to talk about today, the genius of Phineas, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. Never watched it. cartoon show. I watched a few episodes. It's all right. Um, orphans versus empires comparing the worlds of Harry Potter and Star Wars. Whoa. Okay. Well, obviously Star Wars is like an opera that's really grand and like sort of believable. And the scale is encompasses every type of story you can imagine. Is it saying orphans because like Luke and Harry both are orphans? Yeah. Luke, Harry, Ray. Yeah. They're all orphans. Well, yeah. I mean, Ray, we don't know. We don't know who her parents are. We're going to find out. We are. We're going to find out on my birthday. Um, I don't know. Harry Potter's good, but it's really, it's like very specific and it's its own thing, whereas Star Wars encompasses so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I, um, Star Wars is like, in ex- this like... Yeah, I think that Harry Potter is literally the story of that person on the journey and the people who he meets and comes in contact with when Star Wars is like the 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 trilogy the 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 history books yeah. you know hey look this is relevant to our interest part-time storytellers the art of effectively pursuing your filmmaking career while working full-time we're not <laughs> filmmakers but we pursue things while we work a lot man it's fucking hard get ready to try really hard and have nothing work out great and really have to work for relationships to pan out friendships and romantic because it's tough. Yeah. I, um, I'm i going to need to get a day job pretty soon here because i got to start saving money mm-hmm. for some things I have planned. Rob Schneider was at the Grand Ballroom. He's kind of a tool. I've worked with him before. Yeah, I heard that as well. He's not good at stand-up. I mean, I've heard he's a nice guy. I don't know. He's probably funny to a lot of people. He just wasn't that great to me. Um, sci-fi speed dating. Once I did sci-fi speed dating, and it was fucking awful. Yeah, we know. 
<laughs> we relived this through the podcast. Yeah, it's brutal. Cosplay meetups, after school kids of cosplay. This is just a pedophile's hunting ground. I know, right? Jesus. Hope there were some parents there. 30 years of Star Trek, the next generation. Star Trek's been around for a while. There's different stuff. Some people like it, some people don't. <laughs> Adventures in podcasting. Who does this? We were not invited. Of course we were not. Um, we are too much. We say words like um cunt and uh kill all the babies and eat them yeah and could be a penny could, could be, be gold. black man's skull <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing about oh, podcasting man. is so there's people who do this as a living and they make money off of it and that's fine and they have sponsors and they have to stick to a very set rule of guidelines or they could do the last podcast thing and say, fuck it, and create their own platform and build people on it, which is so fantastic. But they they have talked about it before, Marcus in particular, about how they were doing this shit for years and no one was fucking listening. Yeah, I mean, in the in the grand scheme of things, no one listens to us. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's just like adventures in podcasting stick with it and hope it. it's just like comedy it's like everything in like and this is the worst word and i hate myself but show business Mm -hmm. it's do a lot for free nothing's guaranteed yeah hope it fucking works out yeah yep probably won't yeah do it all and expect nothing in return yep that's really it that's the adventure oh probably being get let down <laughs> i just realized uh because of the nut and noggin joke didn't you tell me nut and noggin had gone to like a holocaust place to detect too he went to like a german fort oh my god yeah because so here's the you thing know he popped into the holocaust museum looking I, for shit dude i know he's, this motherfucker he snuck a point point now it's personal he um he's hired by states and countries to look for relics that's cool that have good Patinas. <laughs> Patina. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, don't start a podcast. It sucks. Uh this is about the Marvel role playing game, which we have not and will not play. Minecraft from creative mode to survival mode. That's the blocks, right? The blocks. Yeah, that game. is the blocks. <laughs> I don't care. That's the kids, right? Little no, Minecraft like is dope as fuck. Okay. It's pretty fun. I think you'd actually like it. Why? Does it melt your brain? Those are the games I like. Um, it's just one of those like where like you can kind of do anything and it's so It's you're... like fucking Farmville, right? You just like build shit and live in it and fuck around and farm every now and then. Yeah. And but you can like build like all kinds of stuff. And the next thing you know, you're like this is kind of lame i just have a farm and i hide at night because there are monsters and then you're like okay well now i have a sword and an, a bow that shoots arrow bombs oh i built a castle oh now i have like a full-on farm oh now i have like i've built something insane now i've got a subterranean tunnel system now i'm exploring like and it kind of like snowballs mm. and before you know it you're like i've conquered the world yeah well, i mean uh Someone fucking built like an exact replica of Hogwarts in Minecraft. Yeah. And they were like, guess how many hours this took? And I was like, I don't want to know. Too many. Yeah, too many. You could have done a lot Probably of other things. Probably could have fucking cured cancer with all that time. Overwatch. Diversity done right. That's... I love Ugh. Overwatch. I love Overwatch too, but it just hurts my brain that this is even a thing they have to make. It's cool. I guess reward people for... There's lots of diversity in gaming. People are fucking stupid. Reward people for doing good things it's so true. they keep it's it up. It's true. It, you're right. That's it. Ugh. That's reward it people is. for doing things. I just hate that people are like, it's so arbitrary. Like, what is that? Is Bayonetta not diverse enough? Is Tomb Raider not diverse? Is 
fucking the new Assassin's Creed, not diverse. I don't know. There's plenty of diversity mm. in games. Yeah, but that's a great mix of everyone. So it's fun. No, no, totally. Overwatch is like this mishmash of characters. It's I, great. I mean, isn't isn't World of Warcraft pretty fucking diverse? We got I mean, orcs, we got trolls, we got people, we got werewolves. unrelatable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I uh, think it's more shitty that we even have to... We live in 2017 and we still have to have that as a topic. But that's just me looking at totally. the world we live in and be like, it sucks that this is still a fucking problem. It bothers me that it's a problem, but people think that they're helping by jacking each other off, talking about it like they helped do it. Um, I will say I went to a diversity in Overwatch panel. It's the reason why I started playing Overwatch. But the people who need to hear about diversity in Overwatch are not showing up to that panel. Yeah, you were there and they were talking about how dope the game is and how cool the characters are. But you know the characters aren't cool because of their race mm -hmm. no one thinks reinhardt is cool because he's a white german guy mm -hmm. they think he's cool because of what he does and what he represents mm -hmm. i get that if you're a white german guy you're like oh fuck reinhardt is my man yeah just like i'm like oh cool mccree is a cowboy mm -hmm. he's fucking rad yeah but like that what makes them cool isn't their race. No gamer is like, I'm not going to play Tomb Raider because women. I mean, I'm sure people, they, like, <laughs> sure people, like, people like that exists, but not enough people to not make it one of the best-selling franchises of all time. Mm -hmm. Men don't give a fuck about women and things. That's a complete myth. Ghostbusters did bad because women are in it. Just kidding. Wonder Woman's the best-selling movie of the year. Yeah. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. Um, regeneration and reaction. The thirteenth Doctor. Yeah, um, is this a thing? Yeah, the new Doctor is a woman, and it's great, and everyone should love it. But of course, there's just those few guys Ugh. who are like, "This is ruining it for me," and it's like, "No, you're ruining it for yourself." Yeah. And how many of those people are real trolls? How many of them are women that are stupid? How many? Ugh. Also, isn't the Doctor not even a human being? Aren't yeah, they a person who jumps from shell to shell? He's an alien and he like regenerates all the time yeah. into different people. I'm, That's the funny part about it. It's just people who are like, I grew up with this and it defines who I am and you're ruining it now. Ugh. It's just, you know, those motherfuckers. Yeah, it's so lame. So I, fuck them. I would want the Doctor. I don't doctor... want them watching Doctor Who anyway. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my fandom, you bitch. Here's the thing. when people, Whenever people are like mad about like the diversity or whatever in a thing, it never never affects the actual sales of the thing that's no one can reflect that and show me the math mm -hmm. so when people are like why are men so fragile it's like well not enough men are fragile enough for you to show me the math that says a movie fails because men don't like it mm -hmm. that's not real yeah the, the th but also um I mean, I'm the first person to There's be more like, women in this world. Show up. Yeah. The Show the up and support your fucking shit. I'm the first person to like be like, token diversity is bullshit. Mm -hmm. I hate when it seems contrived. I like hate Like when that someone's well. like, oh, by the way, this character is Jewish. You're like, oh, get fucked. I yeah. don't need them to be. Please don't condescend to me. Yeah. But like the doctor being a woman isn't condescending. I think it's cool because it's like pushing the narrative that like, yeah, this doctor could be anyone. Who is it next? Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. I, I think that that pushes your fiction forward. That's not a let's appeal to girls idea. Uh, newsflash, I think more girls walk do watch Doctor Who than guys anyway. Yeah, and it's just, it's a funny, if you know like the a little bit of the fandom, it's funny because like River Song, I also think that she, like, I think she is just like the Doctor and for people to be like, oh, she's an acceptable character, but 
This one isn't. I just, it's dumb. People are dumb and it's pointless. Good. I hope this kicks those motherfuckers out of this fandom. No, for sure. Because I don't want them here anyway. You don't need them. You literally, they will make no difference in the amount of money Doctor Who makes. They are a minuscule amount of people. The people who complained about like, uh, what's his name playing uh, the black guy in Thor? Fuck, I can't remember his name. Anyway, people complained about that and everyone was like, white men hate it when this happens and then the movie did great. And it was like, yeah, you're fucking trying to say all white men hate something when the amount of people who didn't like it couldn't even dent the movie sales. Yeah. You can't demonstratively show me the math. Yeah. There's like 2,000 people online and everyone's free anyway. I just love when they like try to boycott things. You're like, good, please yeah, don't please show up. Do. Please don't please show don't up. Show oh up. my God, good. Thank God. More room for me to go see it four more times. Ugh. It's just like uh, when Inglorious Bastards came out, there was like all these like not you will not replace us type people and mm-hmm. like the jewish community was like okay mm-hmm. cool yeah please we're not worried about it remembering wild man fisher i don't know who i don't he even is, know who he, he is. sounds fucking cool it says memorial so Aww, he died r.i.p he got too wild oh say it on the page defining lgbtq com- characters in stories in fiction what does the q stand for queer is what what? All-encompassing. I would call myself queer. I don't identify as either or. You're bisexual. Eh. What? Your thing is already in there. Eh. I'm confused. Eh. I'm like legitimately confused right now. Eh. What is queer if not all those other things? I think queer is all-encompassing. Is queer just like you're weird, so I guess you get to be on the flag too? <laughs> queer is more like, because um, there's like bisexual women who wouldn't um, be with someone who's trans, and I would. So I would consider myself queer. Cause but that that has nothing to do with your sexual orientation. That has to do with you desiring uh, people who look a certain way or who are biologically a certain way. Yeah, I think queer is more just like, queer is like, I don't care what your genitals are. I just like if you're a person that's cool and we get along. That's where queer is. You can fall in. Queer is all other categories, all of the above. That's what queer is. It's an all of the above But answer. what about trans people? Mo- it doesn't the trans community like totally agree on the fact that if you're a straight man with a trans woman, you're still a straight man? Yeah. So you're not queer. So queer means nothing. Well, I mean, it just depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> I am so confused. Oh, gay people, I'm super on your team. I'm so on your team. Queer is just all the above. It's like, what does it matter? What do you care if I'm a lesbian or if I'm gay or well, if I'm let's bisexual? Just take all the other letters out and just leave queer. I mean, people could queer do as that. fuck. <laughs> do you have, have you ever seen the office joke where he's like, I watch, she's like, you're so insensitive to gay people. And he's like, no, I'm not. I watch queer as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that joke caught me off guard. Anyway, okay. I mean, you know, do whatever you want. I'm not in your community. Uh, so, I mean, I help. Mm-hmm. a lot i'm around yeah i've i date uh queer women a lot mm-hmm. i've had i've been with women who were with each other at the mm-hmm. same time does that make me a little gay it definitely makes me complicit i mean right yeah. if yeah. if we were murdering someone i would be I mean, a little bit i'm pretty sure jesus doesn't like it when i encourage two women to have sex yeah so are there. you a little queer probably Maybe. See? So wait, is the Q me? Yeah. Am I the Q? Yeah, you could be a Q. Cool. Um, I don't understand. But also, <laughs> <laughs> this is also me. I'm not sure. I don't know if I'm offending anyone, but this is me like genuinely just being confused because I don't get it. No, I get it. Okay. I, I prefer. I just. Pref- You're queer as fuck. Yeah, I'm queer as fuck. 
I prefer the but term queer. Also, this is this is some realness for you. Whenever you say that you're bisexual, and this is like, this is probably gonna make some people upset. When you say you're bisexual, there's a lot of people who are like, um, you're just afraid of saying you're a lesbian. Oh, gay people treat bisexual people like shit. Yeah, so that's I also a real think thing. It's so real, and so um, or like you're bisexual. Oh, you just like fucking guys. Like I, it's yeah. I've know. seen. I've definitely known and this is my own personal experience the lesbian community especially treats women who are bisexual very badly yeah because they're like you know it sucked for me to be out and open and you just get to do whatever and it's just cute and it's and you could still go to your conservative family's thanksgiving dinner with your boyfriend if you wanted to couldn't you and it's like it comes from a place of and it's like you could bring a beer to the dinner if you're that worried about it (laughs) so it's just like uh yeah i just the cue is great it's just all encompassing it's the all the above it's the cue the catch-all like if we hey i don't know maybe something in the future here's a cue there you go well that that. see i solved it myself you were no help you you know what (laughs) we did it together it was a lot of problem solving also you're pansexual you're I mean, just attracted to whatever you're attracted to. Yeah, but there's to. no P, so it's a Q. Yeah, what the fuck? Where's the P? <laughs> so it's a Q. Oh my god. The Q catches that. The I... Q catches it's the it catches all the things. Wildly confused. It's a- asexual could be under queer, I guess. I don't know. I am LGBTQ C for confused. <laughs> <laughs> or C for complicit. Yeah. Because C I'm for complicit, complicit in a lot of people doing gay stuff. Um spotlight on this guy we don't know fuck that guy cosplay meetup heroes that could just be anyone um better call Saul the unlikely success story uh unlikely get fucked uh, Breaking Bad was great of yeah, course of the spinoff course is gonna be great that show is gonna do great unlikely motherfucker y'all don't know how to make money Breaking the norm, cosplay crossovers and gender bends. I love gender bending costumes it's so funny that they have this but they also have the cultural appropriation stuff I mean, sure. Are they not the same thing? Mm, I mean, I gender bend uh, because I want to be Jon Snow and they don't have a girl's Jon Snow, so I'm Jon Snow. Yeah. I mean, I'm all, like I've said, do anything you want. It's all okay or none of it's okay. Yeah. You fucking would crush it as Jon Snow. You make a good dude. I know. I want to be Jon Snow. Okay, well, I you should do it. think about it every day. <laughs> <laughs> you should. And, like, here's the thing. Throw, so on, like... throw on a Stark-themed dildo. Ben Tyler <laughs> over and tell him winter's coming. <laughs> Winter has come, motherfucker. <laughs> winter's the name of your dildo that ejaculates <laughs> when you push the little pump. I'm an um, egg on your face. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, there's literally a tutorial that HBO posted. They're like, oh, we make his fucking cape out of an Ikea rug and then they posted the tutorial on how to take this ikea rug and make a john snow fucking night's watch black cape and i'm like yes! shit i want that i want to do an accurate john snow not like sexy john snow in the bedroom i want to do john snow like if john snow was me. uh firstly bitch regular john snow is sexy john I snow mean, in always, the bedroom forever oh man i saw that butt this butt is nice i am not say. gay but there are guys where i'm like i w- would try to make out Dude, and see what yeah. happened. Dude. Maybe I would like it. Transcending. He, Kit Harrington transcends. Jason Momoa, Kit Harrington. Yes, Jason Momoa transcends. It's so funny because it's always guys who are like hyper masculine. Mm-hmm. And I, it's not like my masculinity that I just like want to meet them. I don't like, well, I it's... want like 
two masculine energies. That's how I'm like. It's the conundrum of do I want to be inside of them or do I want to be them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hey, that's like my, this is weird, deep cut Shane's life shit, but that's like my whole thing with love. Mm -hmm. Like I want that with a girl mm-hmm. i want to be like do i want to be her or do i want to be inside of her yeah like that's what i want to think about the person I'm. that's with. always the problem yeah it's hard to meet people you want to be dude another transcending david bowie another just like all just like also prince who just everyone uh, we prince all. is too feminine i mean but I'll that's, be his fr- i want to be his friend but and that's the fun out. thing don't you also think of prince as like the definition of masculinity he's like a ladies man but then he's also like wearing more eyeliner than me no it's no, so no fucking I, cool i absolutely love that and i think it's super masculine that he like that because masculinity isn't like a look or anything it's like a way you carry yourself mm-hmm. as a man mm-hmm. um and like uh i think that he's masculine in those ways like overtly so mm-hmm. but i want to i would want to like be with like of in oh a physically masculine. Oh person. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I feel like every well, single guy is like like I want our abs yeah. to rub together. Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa, especially Jason Momoa. If you're a guy and you're like, nah, it's just like you're denying so hard. Stop hurting yourself. You know, just let it out. We all know. Deep cut. If I was gonna be with a dude, and I don't because I think guys are kind of gross. But if I was going to, I would want it to be like we're like wrestling like ah like we like who's gonna overpower the other one yeah and then it like breaks down and it's like this passionate like neither of us want to dominate each other because there's respect and then i'm inside jason momoa i mean welcome to my fantasy maybe i am gay actually i don't know i don't know yeah the q i should try and kiss a dude i haven't done that in a long time you did it like a few months ago oh yeah that's right (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Q, you BP, you a Q. You, you did it a few months ago. <laughs> I'm the fucking Q. I'm queer as fuck, y'all. Dude, dude, I'm the Q. <laughs> you are the Q. I'm the fucking Q. Yeah, that's why you dude. didn't understand it. You had to look in yourself first. <laughs> <laughs> the Q was inside me yeah, the whole time. The whole time. Dude, cool. <laughs> DC on television, Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and Gotham. Um, Arrow is starting to suck. The Flash is funny. Supergirl is good. Um, Gotham is also great legends, legends of, of tomorrow, tomorrow is also really good okay i don't watch any of these uh the green arrow is my favorite superhero i watched arrow until season three and they started to lose me and i just when felicity it, smoke got up out of the wheelchair to walk for love i was like i'm out i'm fucking out it bothers me i want it to be good um every time i want to watch the green arrow on tv because he's my favorite i just go watch young justice or i watch justice league unlimited yeah i also love um the guy who plays oliver queen in the arrow What's his uh, name? Yeah, he's great. He's Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. He's yeah, so good. he's uh, like I love the show. I think it's written badly. It is written so badly. They could do more with what they have, but they write it like a soap opera, and then it's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking hate it. From Voodoo to the Running Dead: The History of Zombies. I actually had a book. It was my toilet read, and it was um, Zombies for Dummies, and it was so fucking Did good. You read it in two days. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I sit on the toilet for forty-five minutes. That's right. Each time. Yeah, it was I just so. Need everyone to know. They all know. <laughs> we all know my poop situation. It's so fucking interesting how um, voodoo is really the start of why we are afraid of zombies because there was like the um, shit going on in Haiti where they were like kind of killing people. They were like stopping their heart and then like reviving them the next day to basically make them like a walking dead slave. The dead rising is like a theme that's like ever present in Western culture too. Mm-hmm. Jesus yeah. Rose from the we dead. We just have, he is a zombie. We have a thing He's for zombies. He's a lich, but still. 
I mean, liches, please. Lich, <laughs> get the fuck out. Galaxy's Edge, Disney's Star Wars Land. Uh, they haven't built it, so uh, I don't fucking. They're know. building it. I saw it being built. We saw it. Being I know, built. but it ain't finished, so I don't. And well, care. here's the thing: even when it is finished, it doesn't fucking matter because we got to wait a year to go so that it's not jam packed anyway. Well, fuck, we're gonna oh have to wait years. God. We're gonna have to wait. Here's what you do: what you just have to accept in your heart that you can't have. Disney, Disney Star Wars Land, but you go when Star Wars Land opens, like the month of, and then you fucking rule the rest of the park because everyone is at Star Wars oh, Land. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. If you want to go to Disneyland, go when they open that shit because the rest of the park will be dead. Yeah. I mean, I would almost like just accept, like, I guess I don't get Star Wars Land. I'll get it next time. Let's get this Disney shit going mm-hmm. because our criticism about Disney was lines. 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 Lines are easier to handle when you have a big fun group, but lines are easier to handle when you've at had the time a I was real emo. I was real emo, and we didn't have vodka for you. Yeah, I would have enjoyed Disneyland a lot more. Yeah, both of us had two problems. I was <laughs> yeah. I was an emotional baby, and you had no vodka. <laughs> Would have been a different fucking trip. <laughs> Marvel trivia contest. I always wonder how I do in trivia, and then I do bad. Yeah, I'm really bad at trivia. I don't like being put on the spot. With oh questions. man, we've gone long, and we're not even done with Thursday. We're gonna finish out Thursday, motherfuckers. Okay. So you get one day of the con. Okay. Puppetry 101: Bringing inanimate objects to life. Uh, um, no, no uh, secret here. I'm fucking obsessed with Muppets. Yeah. I have a Muppet. Yeah, he's right there. I have. Yeah, I. I'm looking at him. I have a picture of me as a muppet doing stand-up yep i love the muppets i watch it all the time play with puppets i do not but i've wanted to use my muppet to make like funny short films but a spider laid eggs inside of him and now i'm afraid to use him and it's in this room right now no it's not in the room we cleaned it up oh my i cleaned it he's clean but i'm still scared that is a fucking nightmare (laughs) nightmare. burn that muppet Ugh, i can't i love muppets so much that my fear of spiders was overridden by my love of muppets okay that's fair at the time uh erica saved him from the spider eggs because i couldn't handle it good someone had to yeah yeah sci-fi speed dating again a lot of disappointed people dressed in funny costumes Ugh. Yeah, just a lot of anime characters. Dude, no one how knows. many gross, greasy babies have been born because of speed, sci-fi speed dating oh, at Comic-Con? Ugh, you're going to fucking ugh. make me vomit. And That's then gross. and then that fucking gross dude who runs sci-fi speed dating had something to do with it. Disgusting. Ew. Go to, I don't know um, what the name of it is. But Blake and Whitney's Blake speed Blake and Whitney's speed, speed dating. dating. It's for nerds. It's dope. You'll get laid. Everyone will be happy and your baby won't be greasy. Mm-hmm. The writing advice I can give my best friend Hey, you're like one of my best friends. <laughs> what advice would I give you? I don't um, know. I don't read a lot of your writing. A lot of my writing is more ranting. Do you write very often? You I used to. You don't write. Like you communicate in photo the mo- the majority of the time. Like you make funny posts and you're interesting online. And I like your online presence. But it's it's very like video, photo. It's all visual. Mm-hmm. You don't like write stuff out. I write a lot. I used to write a lot. Um, I was in like AP English and I took a lot of English classes in college. I love writing, um, but I don't, um, writing is just like regular art to me. If I'm not passionate about it, then I won't do it. I won't force myself to. Uh, my writing advice to you is not to forget to write a haiku about nut and noggin. You know, I will. I'm going to do it right when I get home. <laughs> you got advice for me? Um, focus on one project at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself. Write everything down so you remember them. Those are good. Those that's good advice that I'm taking for sure. 
Reading Roost, Leah Parker. That's no, reading that's books it. to children. All right, controversial comics, a look at the most eye-raising storylines ever. This was actually really fucking good. Chelsea was on this. Oh, my God. And it was like, this was one of the few panels that was run by professionals. The guy from Smodcast was on there, mm. um, Kevin Smith's network, and this other guy who, like, teaches comic books at the University of Utah. Oh, my God. It was such a fucking good panel. Um, they talked about how, ooh, this is a good one. I'll give you guys one. Chelsea talked about it on this panel. Um, a little controversial history in comics for you because, you know, like history, there were bad things that happened and comics are a good snapshot of that. There was an episode or not an episode. There was um, a series that came out. Are you talking and, about Mouse? No. Oh, okay. And it was um, Lois Lane. Every episode she was trying to, or series, I guess, every run, she was trying to get um superman to marry her mm -hmm. and he would not and it was just like this back and forth back and forth all she was doing was that and then one day she wakes up or something happens i don't remember what the actual story is but she's black for a day and he's like definitely not now and oh. you're like oh that's interesting though because yeah. it's like a lot of people would be like that's a racist thing but like that that's then as a reader you're asking questions like wait is superman good now yeah. are you allowed to dislike black people like what that i mean i feel like that's the opposite of racism definitely controversial it's so but... controversial and then of course the picture that they use is a comic book cover that never even came out of um joker from the killing joke making a smile across um batgirl's mouth yeah and this is controversial because um, in The Killing Joke, we don't know if um, a rape happened or an assault happened. Uh, does this... So it, it's kind of like hinting to that. Is this super fucking condescending to you? The whole like, we can have the Punisher literally ripping people's half their head apart with his hands. Mm -hmm. But like, oh no, something bad happened to a woman. Protect the women. To me, it's fucking condescending. Yeah. I just think it depends on the storytelling. Yeah, because but like, like bad things should happen to women in comics. Yeah, Batgirl. D I mean, people get raped. If that's a part of your story, that's valid. It was basically them using it as a plot device. They had nothing else to write, so they wrote that it's in to keep the story going. Well, that like, came out years later. Yeah, yeah, but the the alt cover is scary and like evocative and like fuck. No, I definitely think they should have released the cover. Yeah, I think I don't know. It's just condescending to me when people. It's just like in they were like uh, when the first Call of Duty that had women came out, news outlets were like uh, doing the Anita Sarkeesian like there's not enough women in video games. And then there were women in Call of Duty, but they had the kill animations where you're like cutting their throats mm -hmm. out with knives and stuff. And they were like violence in women against women in video games. And you're like, bitch, are you here to <laughs> fucking fight the war or not? You yeah. know? Yeah. Ugh. I Con think so condescending. As I think a woman, the thing with um with the Batgirl storyline in particular is like um. She had to get raped to be interesting. Just write an interesting female character. She doesn't have to be a victim to be interesting. She doesn't have to be a victim to have a purpose and become Oracle and help Batman like she always wanted to. Yeah, I think make though, her a fucking interesting character, and that's where they fucked the up. The idea of her like getting beaten and raped and all other stuff is the idea that like he did it to have power over Gordon, mm -hmm. which I think is an interesting conversation about how rape works mm -hmm. and the fact that it's not only a sexual thing. Mm -hmm. It's not 
always about even the person you're raping. Mm -hmm. And that starts a conversation that is really important for people to have and understand sexual crimes. Yeah. They're not always about the people who they happen to. Often the victims are far reaching. Mm -hmm. Like the victim is her father. And it's the idea that he wants Gordon to have the worst day to the Mm -hmm. point that he loses his mind. So he rapes his daughter. Yeah, it's um, that's, yeah, it's the whole Batman one le- that's one bad day interesting thing. Interesting. It's just plot the fact device. that they wrote it bad. The yeah, killing joke yeah, is good story, it. but that specific part, they didn't address it because we don't even know if anything happened. We just know that he took weird ass fucking photos, and we saw yeah. those in the background. Like we don't know, and that's their that was their problem. Shock. It was about shock value and not about depth and story. Exactly. And I think if they had talked about what I just said in order to like make the point. Mm-hmm. But then they like, I think they were on the line. Like they were like, do we cross the line and address this and make it this huge thing and have this intense conversation about like what sexual crimes are? Mm -hmm. Or do we just allude to it to make the reader emotional and then continue the story? Yeah. And they chose the more cowardly way out. Yeah. The emotional as a, just a plot device because they're bad writers who don't want to make good storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of people come up they're like we're gonna have this in the thing and other people are like that's intense and you get close to it and then as an artist it's like time to jump and sometimes you chicken out not yeah. me because i'm not a fucking baby but yeah but that's why you get shit like this where it's almost like an edgeward thing to make that fucking cover and it shouldn't be but anyway it's a whole that's a whole fucking yeah, thing yeah. the killing joke is a whole fucking thing i do like the cover though i think we should have images of women uh with violence happening to them if we're gonna do it to men it's condescending to protect women they don't need us they're fine it, uh, yeah, Wonder Woman is out. True. True. <laughs> uh, dark green ghosts, monsters, and other scary tales of Ireland. You think they had non-Irish people on this panel? You know they did. Problematic. I know it. That's all I, don't, I want to say. About you it. know, and I don't know any tales of Ireland. So banshees are Irish, aren't they? What banshees? The screaming ladies. I don't know. Bog ghosts. What about leprechauns? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? There it is. There you go. We that was Scary it. Tales of Ireland. <laughs> I love their cereal. That's what I know about Irish people. I mean, sure thing. Digital geek etiquette. How to remain civil and not feed the trolls. Ignore, ignore, ignore. Ignore them. More darker side of the paranormal. This is a 16 plus panel. Um, The paranormal, but it's got a picture of aliens. So we're going to talk about aliens. Aliens are real. And if you don't believe in aliens, you're a fucking idiot. Especially if you believe <laughs> in a god and you don't believe in aliens. Why the fuck? What? Where are you coming from on that? You can believe a guy had a boat with all the animals of the world, but you're like, aliens, though, not for real. I think that ancient aliens is dumb and awful, but I love it because it's silly. But uh, I don't think it's anything real in reality or based in reality. But I do think aliens are real. I do think our government has talked to aliens. I do think our government is still in contact with aliens. Um, Do I think they have anything to do with our government? No. But do I I think they know about each other? Yes. And that's aliens. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I can't top that, so we're going to (laughs) go. Aliens are real. Aliens are real. All right. You heard it here, folks. Freaky Geeks. We called it. How could they not be? They, so we don't even know where the universe ends. They could not be because we have no physical proof. And we've never met them. No. And they've never appeared to you us. You know what? That comes from arrogance, thinking that humans are the best thing that's ever happened in the universe. I think we're the best thing in this solar system. I, I think, think we're the best thing in range of communication. Yeah, but the solar system is a fart. In the universe, we don't even know where it ends. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that life in other places is... is um, Improbable. I think it's 100% possible. If someone put a gun to my head and they're like, I know the answer. Decide now. And if you guess 
strong, I'll kill you. I'd say life in the universe. Aliens are real. Yeah, aliens are real. But are they here? Do we have proof? Do we know them? None of that is real. I mean, you're just not looking close enough. <laughs> you are not opening your fucking eyes. Here's the thing. If aliens are real, they would have told us why the Earth is flat by now. Oh. <laughs> Bigfoot is an interdimensional traveler. Okay, everyone. We're going to go fucking <laughs> hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs>